Church and of our campus in Lexington, Kentucky. It is our prayer that as you listen today, you will be encouraged, challenged, and equipped to be all God has for you. We invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at either 8.30 or 11 o'clock a.m. at our Todd's Road campus near the Hamburg area of Lexington. All right. Have you ever uttered the words, is that it? You may be thinking about the sermon the same way. Is that it? <laughs> is, it are you gonna, is there a point in here anywhere? Or is, is that as good as it's going to get? Have you ever uttered those words or heard them? If you're hosting a dinner party, those aren't good things to hear from your guests, is it? Is that it? Or that Christmas gift that you spent so much time and it's like, is that it? If you've ever uttered those words or heard them uttered and felt that in the pit of your stomach, you get some sense of what was going on in and around Jerusalem with this people. They had been in exile for 70 years, captivity in Babylon, hard time. They had returned, and they had two tasks. The first was to rebuild the temple, and the second was to rebuild the walls. Their problem was the temple that they had known was the Temple of Solomon, and it was one of the wonders of the world, literally. They did not have the money that Solomon had, nor the skill, and what they were about to build was going to be a pale comparison to what the temple they had known and had heard about and read about. And I can imagine in their own minds they were saying, is this it? Is this as good as it's going to get? Why even waste our energy on it if it can't be rebuilt into something that we're proud of? What they did was something that I think all human nature tends to do, or maybe at least mine. If I can't do it perfectly, I'll just not do it. And so they avoided building the temple, and they went and built their houses. Haggai is two chapters I appreciate Bill's kind of giving us some overview. It's two chapters, and literally it is one of those books that calls us to understand how God understands us and what God wants to see in and through us. Haggai 1.4 says, The people had built paneled houses. Basically, they had finished their own houses. They had given up on the temple because they knew they couldn't build it to its prior glory and splendor. And so they were just going to build their own houses and see what happens there. And on comes the scene, this prophet Haggai, who says, Zerubbabel, high priests, remnants, God has a word for us. And did you notice the words of condemnation that Haggai had for this people? Did you you hear that? Me either. Because there wasn't any. God didn't say, you lazy people, get to work. How come you didn't steward my resources better? I gave you everything you needed. That wasn't in there. Instead, they heard these three things. Fear not. I am with you. Now go to work. Fear not. I am with you. Now go to work. And in my spirit, as I prepared for this this morning, 
I wonder if some of us need to hear that. That that is the totality of the sermon. Fear not. I am with you. Now go to work. They were not met with condemnation. They were met with assurances from God that God wasn't going to leave them. It wasn't about the splendor of the temple that God was encouraging. It was about their relationship. It wasn't the building materials that was going to bring glory. It was God's presence. And God says, fear not. If the temple doesn't look like it did back in Solomon days, guess what? I'm still going to inhabit it. I love you. I'm not going to leave you just because it can't look like it did back in the day. Now go to work. I'm going to shake the nations around you so that their silver and their gold will pour into you. You will have the resources to do this. Now go to work. I own the cattle on a thousand hills. Go to work. And trust me, you'll have everything you need. And it's not about what this temple is going to look like. It's about my glory filling it. I wonder how we got off course thinking that God demands perfection before God will show us his glory. Where did we get off thinking that we had to get it all figured out before we could ever approach God, that God's love was determinate, was determined by how good we were and are? When did we get off on this? For it is not in Scripture at all. Actually, it is absolutely the opposite. I've been in the Gospel of John this week, my devotions have. In John chapter 8, there is this great story about Jesus meeting someone right where they were. And rather than meeting them with condemnation, he meets her with something else. Allow me to read the story for us this morning from John chapter 8. Then each of them went home while Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery. And making her stand before all of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? Well, the first thing I'd say is, why didn't they drag the dude up there too? Amen? That's another sermon. I don't have time for that today. But know that it is a sermon, and I hear you. You get the picture? This woman's caught in the very act of adultery. She is ripped from that place, brought into a public place in the temple before Jesus, thrown at his feet. And the religious leaders want to know, Jesus, Moses says we're to stone her, what do you say? And hear what Jesus said, these words of condemnation. Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Let 
No condemnation there, is it? Once again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go your way, and from now on do not sin again. Neither do I, Jesus said. Neither do I. Somehow we, we've gotten it wrong. that We've got to figure it out. We have to get cleaned up. We have to get our lives in order before Christ will have anything to do with us. And what we see over and over and over again in scriptures, whether it's the old or the new, that God wants to be a part of the solution, not just around after. God wants to shake the very core of our foundations, not to destroy us, but to build us up, to resource us, to share with us only that which he can do for us. And yet how often in our back of our minds we continue to hear the words that we have to get it right before he'll love us. We have to get it straight before we can be recommended by him. And yet the whole of scripture says something very different. It says that Jesus wants to be not the one who condemns us, but the one who redeems. Not the one who judges, but the one who restores Fear not, I am with you. Now go to work. Do the next right thing. Leave here and know that your life is new. And all things are possible because of the grace that has been given. I pray that we would hear that again this morning. Maybe it's a reminder that Christ loves us for exactly who we are and where we are. Maybe it's not a reminder. Maybe it is the first time that it has hit you in that way. I pray that rather than a wagging finger, you would see Christ's hands welcoming. I pray that you would know that he loves you. Fear not. I am with you. Now go to work. Gracious Lord, we give you thanks, for you are always good to us. You're always there. You'll promise to never leave nor forsake us. We ask that you would remind us, even now, of your grace, of your love, your willingness to help us Lord, if in the back of our minds it is a recording that says, I'm not good enough, my past is too checkered, I pray that you would allow us to hear your voice that says, by your grace, all things are possible, and that your forgiveness is what we need.
I thank you for moments like this that we can be reminded of your love and of the power that goes on every day in lives that you join with. We pray all this trusting in your holy name. Amen and amen.